Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Creative Imbalance Podcast. Like always, my name is Sean Siriani, and we got a great show coming your way. Today in the Girth Radio studio, we got Andrew Young and Mr. Green of the Geek Hard Radio Show. Their show celebrates all things awesome in nerd culture. It's on every Friday night, 7 p.m. on RealityRadio101.com. And beyond Geek Hard being a radio show, they're just an awesome brand from YouTube videos to live shows at the Comedy Bar. So entertaining, so informative, and so fucking funny. And what's cool about this interview is I was going in thinking I was going to talk about comics or movies or sci-fi or something. And it ended up being a lot different than I expected. We get a great story of how Mr. Green and Andrew met. Um, I just love it. There seemed to be a little animosity at the beginning and then it turned into this amazing partnership between the two and a lot of this episode i remember us talking about the craft of conducting an interview and creating your own show and overall learning and pushing forward with your brand and what you believe in and what you want this show to be and it's a hella inspiring one to people who are starting their own creative projects yeah i recommend you listening to this whole thing but before we get into this one Shout out to our sponsor, Pacific Junction. Like always, always holding me down. Thanks to Emery for taking care of us that evening. And also a quick reminder to people who are listening to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play that if you go to our home base, girthradio.com, every episode has its own page. You'll be able to see pictures of me, Mr. Green, and Andrew in the studio as well as links to all of their awesome shit. And with that being said, we're going to get right into this one. Here's Andrew Young and Mr. Green of Geek Hard coming at you right now. Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio. So, guys, uh, how did you two meet? <laughs> All right. I need to know the lore. I'm going to take you back to 2005. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it five? 2005. Yeah. yeah. Are you sure? Right around that? the web vision. 2006, I made Chet the Net. So, 2005. Fuck, time has so, flown. Yeah, so... We're allowed to swear, right? Yeah, you can say yeah. whatever the fuck you want. Probably. So it was fucking 2005. <laughs> yeah. No, but, uh, so yeah, 2005, I was working at a uh, comic shop in Oshawa called Icons Comics. It's no longer around. But oh, um, no. but yeah, so I worked as the Sunday manager, which basically just meant that I was the only employee that worked there on Sundays. <laughs> and uh, so yes, yeah, so I was working it's there one Sunday day. Sunday CEO. Yes. <laughs> 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 the Sunday Emperor, but uh, well, yeah, so, that's right. Get some Imperial Guards, <laughs> and then I cleaned the store. Yeah. it was great. No, but anyway, so <laughs> lightsaber on the end. Of so the yeah, room. so I worked on Sundays, and uh, you know we had a bunch of like uh, people had pull boxes, pull lists uh, there. So we had a bunch of customers that came in to get their comics, and they'd be underneath the the counter. Um, 
And so, yeah, so one day this guy comes in and he's like, hey, hey, I, I, get my, I need to get my file right now, right now. And I'm like, I'm going to look at the thing. He goes, no, nah, it's not there, buddy, buddy, it's not there. It's over here. It's over here. So look, you're getting see, frustrated know, with uh, this man, right? And it's like, and the thing is, he's now stepped halfway around the counter to point to the spot. So he's coming to my area. Mm, and your like, throne, And right? I was like, yeah, exactly. I was like, sir, you, I was like, watch hey, right, the throne. I, I'm right on his lap. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, hey, hey, you can't, you can't come back here. And he's like, he pulls up the comics, puts them on the counter, goes, hey, now do that now. I'm like, okay, all right. So I, so I ring him through, and he's just like, thanks, and gets leaps. So I call my boss, and I'm like. This fucking guy comes in here, tries to come behind the counter, take his comics, blah, blah, blah. And the, the, the owner just laughs. He goes, oh, yeah, that's James. And I was like, will you tell James he's not allowed to fucking shop here on Sundays? <laughs> so this started off as on a bad note, right? Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. I thought not I for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, like, so that happened. And yeah, th- tell the next part. So that, and that's, he's not far off. There's a few embellishments as far as I'm concerned, but it's pretty close to what happened. <laughs> yeah. no I want to see your story. Yeah. Uh, however, on the, uh, I think it was, it was either the Tuesday or the Wednesday, because I was usually there every Wednesday. I'd come there right after work. And uh, I run into uh, Dan, and I, I, I see him, and he's like, he's like, I'm going for a smoke. No shock there, because he'd never spent any time in the store. He's a good owner. That's yeah. a, that's how a comic shop owner works. That's right. He he was he was like you know Jay, how Jay and Silent Bob would sit out front of the Quickie Mart. Yeah, yeah. Right and smoke. Quick and, stop. Quick story. Quickie quick, Mart yeah. Simpsons, buddy. Yeah. Come on now. I'm mixing them it's all close. up. It's okay. <laughs> I don't really care that much about either. Anyways, the point is, is that they'd be out front. Quick stop forever. Yes. Slow down. So he's out smoking, leaning up against the wall, smoking. Like literally, like if you saw him, that's exactly the pose. <laughs> so I'm like, and I'm like, hey, what's going on? Right. So we're just talking. And he's like, ah, uh, yeah. Were you, uh, were you in here on Sunday? I'm like, yeah. Can I get my comics? He's like, oh. He's like, so the guy that works on Sunday, he doesn't fucking like you. He thinks you're an asshole. And I was like, <laughs> and I just started laughing. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And he's like, yeah, so uh, go back every Sunday. <laughs> Thankfully, he didn't do that. Yeah, no. Yeah. I didn't because it was it was only I, I like I said I was always there Wednesdays. Yeah, Wednesday was my day, but then I was there pretty much every other night of the week because we'd be there closing the place out, playing video games, whatever. Right uh, but I would never come in on Sundays. Oh, it was just okay. happened to be the one Sunday, and I think I'd been in on a Sunday before, but I'd never seen him work. So to me, I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Yeah, some rando in here. Yeah, I'm like, you don't know what the fuck's going on. He's over here chatting with his buddy. No, there was nobody else yeah, in the store. Tom when you was did in it. the store. Tom was not in yes, the store he that was. day. Shout out to Tom, Tom wherever you are. In the store. <laughs> Tom, because you two were up by the window. He's a school teacher in Durham region. <laughs> yeah. Pickering. Moved, really? I thought he, he moved te- away. No, no, he lives in Oshawa. He, he teaches in Pickering. Oh, there you go. There you go. Good information. Nobody cares about that. But anyway, <laughs> Tom does. Yeah, Tom. Good for Tom. Tom, Tom, if you're listening, good for you. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So then we didn't run into each other again until probably about Christmas time of that year. We had a civil conversation, and I realized, oh, he's just an asshole some of the time. And, uh, <laughs> this guy's not that bad. I, nobody'd agree with that. You're, right, you're an asshole all the time. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so when you saw him like around this Christmas time, like, were you just like, oh, here's this fucking guy again? Here we go. Well, no, because he was like he he was a different demeanor. I walk into the store and he's acting like a human being, not like a freight train. So <laughs> that part I agree with. Yeah, yeah. I do admit that I'm like a freight train sometimes. Yeah, and so 
so yeah so then we we kind of became friends we weren't close friends uh but we knew each other for a number of years we hung out in the same circle i i rented his house to shoot a movie whoa yeah. um it's not a lot of money it was, it was cheap i got it for a steal but yeah uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah but uh i feel like i should should have got it for free but anyway <laughs> 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 you gotta pay you gotta pay to play and so then what happened was is that you know so we remained friends now that group of friends kind of dissipated when the, the store went, when the store the yeah. store went down and sh- year upon year less and less of us hung out together oh, okay and so yeah so it's about it's 2009 now i'm living in toronto um i'm unemployed because i lost my job i lost my fiance oh, and man. I just found out I'm going to lose my apartment because I don't have any way to pay for it because they're going to raise my rent. So really what he's telling you, it's the best time of his life. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was so happy. on top of the world. And so, yeah, yeah, so it's like I didn't really really have much to do during that time. Just wait for, you know, the next shoe to drop. And so I found out that, you know, my my friend James had a video podcast called Film Holocaust. And I was like, oh, I'll watch that for a bit. And so I'd watch that on a weekly basis. And so that was always in the back of my mind. It's like, oh, he he does stuff like this. And then it was at the end of 2009, I had moved back in with my parents, had nothing going on, had no job, mm-hmm. anything Yeah, like but that. I, so hold on, I got to interrupt here because the reason why that show existed. Oh, that's true, yeah. Because he, he filmed uh, his his film. By, I filmed a horror, a horror movie at his house. And, and brought in a bunch of guys that he didn't usually hang out with. So those oh, guys, okay, okay. I ended up started doing the show with. So oh, wow. It, so it was really, it was four of us in the beginning. Uh, two of which were his friends from that shoot uh, that I had met. And then... And him and his longtime buddy. Yeah. And so it was, it was all four of us together. Then it dwindled down to three. And then just me and my buddy. And then, and then the show just, like, we did that show for about a year. Yeah, you guys did 50 episodes, 52 episodes? 52 or 53. I yeah. can always get it yeah. wrong. But we did it for a year, and then we went on a quote-unquote hiatus. hiatus. Right. <laughs> uh, around, Are uh, you still on hiatus? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, okay. So <laughs> yeah. it can't come back, though, right? Oh, totally. We talk yeah. about it every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> and then, this is like you know, a 2009 thing. Yeah, but, it, he, but he yeah. had kids and married and everything. But yeah. no, yeah. so we were, do, we were doing that, and then I took the hiatus. Yeah. Oh, at, around, it was October-ish, I think it was. And then it was late December. Yeah, what happens is in December, um, I got nothing going on or anything. And yeah, I was doing, I'd gone back to doing stand up because I hadn't been doing it for a number of years. And so my mother one day tells me that, oh, there's a guy who's opened up a a local internet radio station in his, uh, his basement, uh, in, in Oshawa, and he's looking for guests. So maybe you should call him. He's like, you know, you're a stand-up comic. You've worked, you know, you've done stuff. You've been on TV and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, okay. So I called him, uh, this guy, Gary. And I was like, yeah, I hear you're looking for guests for your radio shows. And he's like, no, I'm looking for radio shows. Oh, I'm okay. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. And he's yeah, like, a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah. like, oh, okay. He's like, so you want to pitch me a show? And I'm like, oh, can you give me some time to think of something? And he's <laughs> like, so yeah, sure. So I was like, oh, what do I want to do? And now at the time, again... Not doing much in my life, so I was watching a lot of Attack of the Show on G4. Okay, okay. And I was a big fan of their variety yeah. show format. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'd like to do that as a podcast. You know, just you know, different things, segments like that. And so my thought process was I could pitch a show that was about geek entertainment, like Attack of the Show, but I'd have a rotating co-hosts. So it would be four weeks, four co-hosts, like so each month. And uh, so the f- I had different guys in my head, 
and James was one of them. And I was like, okay, so. And, but you also got to don't forget that at least one of the guys was the, one of the guys from my my podcast as well. Yeah, yeah. But that but, didn't work. out. So what happens? I, I reach out to the first guy, and he says, "No, I can't do it, man." I was like, "Oh, okay." So then I reach out to the second guy, which is James, and he says, "Okay, I'll do it, but I I don't want to I don't want to be a rotating host. I want to be on every show." Ah, nice. And nice. I was like, okay. And so I was like, got a, got a strong arm it right off the top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're, it, were you thinking, okay, this is going to be my show? No, I just. <laughs> okay. He was just like, if I'm going to put in the time, it's going to be all the time or not at all. Yeah, yeah. I, you got to remember at this point, like, so I did 53 weeks of my show. Mm -hmm. And having done 53 weeks, I realized how much work went into it. And I didn't have to do the editing. My buddy was doing all that because we were the video, right? So he was doing all of that editing, which Ooh, was yeah. craziness. I was just doing prep work. Right, so whether it was just watching stuff or reading stuff, whatever, but also gathering news because my old show was very similar to what ended up being our format, anyways, which was what he talks about, like Attack of the Show. But like we were doing stuff in the beginning that was very similar. Okay. So like it worked out. So I knew that there was going to be work involved. Yeah, yeah, and so, so like, that was like I didn't want to be there for like a you know, yeah, one time Sally. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it was that. So. Um, so yeah, so I, uh, it worked out in the end cause the, the guy who the third guy, we had him on as a guest. He wasn't very funny. So it was like, it's good that it worked out that James became the co-host for every episode because that other guy would not have worked out. Um, and that other guy was really eager to be involved. But when I was like, Oh no, I was like, this other guy wants to be the host all the time. So, and I, I went with it. I'm glad I made that choice. And so I go back to, uh, Gary who runs the station. He's like, this has been a number of weeks trying to set this up. So yeah, when I go yeah. back to him, he's like, yeah, I thought you were never going to call back. I just, I didn't think it was going to happen. And so I pitched him the show. I said, it's about geek entertainment. I mean, all he heard was entertainment. Like, Are you going to talk about movies and stuff? Yeah, okay, great. We don't have that yeah, show. Get the fuck in here. Yeah, dude. <laughs> get here, kid. And so, yeah. So it's pretty much how Gary works. <laughs> exactly. And so we, we started the show. And I remember when we started doing it, uh, James had a little trepidation because his last show was a straight standard, like, we talk about stuff and that's it. Whereas my goal was to make sure comedy comes in. Okay. And that was something that was new to James in the sense that actually going for laughs as opposed to, oh, laughs may happen sort of thing. Yeah, yeah no, because like yeah. on my old show, yeah, it was more just chatting. Yeah, and it was you more, made, And yeah. if I made you laugh, cool. But I wasn't going for the joke. Yeah. Okay, okay. Right? Like that wasn't the, the main focus, right? Yeah, yeah. And so in that regard, it's like a lot of other shows that are out there it was just like oh we're gonna talk about this maybe make a crack crack or two maybe a couple chuckles between the you know those were there and then you move on mm -hmm. yeah whereas this yeah my idea was that uh, and if it started out kind of tame so it kind of started out similar to all those other shows but my goal was always to infuse more comedy as we went along and oh, as nice, we became nice. more comfortable with the format and everything like that and James figured out how I worked, and I figured out he, how he worked. That only took 64 episodes, but we got there really quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a quick 64. And now, you know, now we're on episode, what's like 470-something? Or no, no, no 420. 418. 418, that's right. That's this Friday. That's this Friday. Ah, nice. So, yeah, nice. So, so depending on when you're listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> so we might be at 450. We could be at 5,000 no, at this point. Yeah, yeah, you never know. Yeah. This, could be, this could be the lost episode. Yeah. So I was like, this is an episode I never <laughs> aired. <laughs> no, it's going well so far oh, but good. it's still early you know yeah. it can crash and burn <laughs> um, so it's like every one of our well, yeah shows. that's actually yeah. You, you should actually feel very special sean because that is the first time where we have actually told the full origin story together 
It was a good story too. It's yeah, really no, cool. That's the uh, usually we've either done a Cliff Notes version or that, it's just been me here. I yeah. love so, how it. <laughs> yeah, it's usually it's or the five minute version, yeah. which is he's an asshole. We met. We do a show. Yeah, I love how there was an animosity at the beginning. I don't know why. It's just like turned into like almost this Disney story, you know? It's a big happy ending. <laughs> no, no, this isn't. This isn't a meet cute. This is not a meet cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there, no, there, no, it, it, there is another guy that we have as a regular on our show. Yeah, yeah. Where Mr. Green has that possible relationship with because oh, there's so sure. much sexual tension oh, for sure. between uh, our good man Chris Johnson and yeah. uh, Mr. One Green. of these days on the show, I'm just going to stick my tongue right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, He's just going to love it. Yeah, and then eventually all of that tension is going to be gone. Yeah, you guys are going to feel sure. much better. No, no. Basically. 100%. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, no, it's going gonna, it's gonna to work out that way. The only problem with Chris, though, is he, he, he's not chocolatey enough. That's, That's right, yeah. That's the thing we found out. The one thing, if there's anything that I found out while doing Geek Heart is that if Mr. Green was decide to uh, experiment to become bisexual, mm, okay. uh, to, you know, test the waters he'd be going for a big big black man nice nice like a lexington steel type dude. like uh no like mike coulter <laughs> no who plays Luke Cage? <laughs> no 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 uh, or like a mark henry sexual child no not that big no 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 he's think got more, a... think more bobby lashley okay think more bobby okay lashley. So, yeah, so mike coulter was sitting in mr green's seat Oh, there you Before. go. There, yeah, you, go. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, no, so Lexington said, is. Yeah, that's too, why. That's why much. Mr. Green picked that seat. Mm, he, he could just, he he can just smell feel it. the sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the chocolate heat was emanating. No, yeah. Mike Coulter, man. After yeah. watching Luke Cage season two. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Mm. That's the perfect. So one. if he was to mm. swing that way, <laughs> that's where he'd be swinging. That's it. <laughs> There's something sexy about that man's head. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. Well, there was one time that him and his girlfriend are at home watching a movie. Oh. Uh, I think it was one of the Fast and the Furious movies. And No, it was... Oh. Uh, what was it? Oh, we were watching... Um, oh, fuck. We were watching San Andreas. Yeah, and she's like, I, I'd break a piece off of that. Oh, really? That yeah, Dwayne yeah. Johnson, he's like, I would too. Yeah. <laughs> like high-fiving each other. <laughs> I smell what the rock is cooking. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. Oh, I totally would. There you go. So, yeah, that's the important information that I found out in the eight years that we've been doing the show. Yeah, it's not, it's not that, oh, like, what comics I like or what movies I like. That, none of that's important. No, because like, I kind of knew all that already. Yeah, yeah, I worked yeah. at a comic shop, remember? Yeah. So it's like, I saw your file. But uh, <laughs> yeah. there was yeah. like three titles in it at yeah, all times. At all times, and then there was stuff in the basement that you hadn't purchased. Yeah, yet. yeah that was the other. Yeah, so we didn't, a bunch, we didn't, of, t- bunch didn't of toys you ordered that you just hadn't picked up. That's <laughs> I still got them all. Yeah, because the store went out of business and they were gifted to you by the owner. <laughs> I still got them all. <laughs> it's like, what am I going to do with this shit? <laughs> just give it to this guy. <laughs> I still have most of it too. Yeah, in your basement. I know. Yeah, yeah, and some stuff I didn't want, but I got it anyways. There you go. I got that weird uh, Captain America. I forget who the artist was. It was not a Bowen, but it was um, it was not quite a Liefeld style. But it Ooh. wasn't. Remember um, the uh, the volume, uh, not the one that uh, Brubaker did, but the one before that. Uh, who was the the artist? Uh, or sorry, the writer on that? It was um, what John A. Raver. Yeah, that was it. It was that. It was from it was the New Deal type uh, look. Yeah, when he took on Terrace. Right, so he's like. He's like in the statue. He's like buffed out. Okay, so not quite that Liefeld buff, right. but like close to it. There's that one issue. I'm just like, I don't know, man. That's too there buff. was this. There was this big Conan print that was done by Alex Ross. Oh that, yeah, yeah, I got that. That hung above the hung above the doorway in the store, and when the store was closing, my boss gifted me a couple of lithographs, 
And when James came in the store, I was like, yeah, no, Dan gave me this lithograph. And he goes, <laughs> James goes, oh, stares up at the Conan, stares back at Dan, stares up at the Conan. <laughs> Just like giving him the hint there. <laughs> yeah, I want that. I want this big, buff, sexy man. <laughs> yeah. It's incredible. I, I, I'm, I'm nothing if not subtle. Yeah. yeah. That's how I work. Subtlety, that's the first thing I'd, yeah. I'd say is your Subtlety, strong suit. Yeah. yeah. Subtlety, stealthiness. Uh, calm demeanor. Oh, yeah. All totally. those things are me. All those things. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. One thing I love about the Geek Card brand, too, like in hearing your story that it started off as almost like this radio show, and now like you expand with that to like a live show. I've seen like some interviews where you're just on site with like video interviews and stuff like that, and it's yeah. cool that you just keep pushing it to all these different things well, yeah because right? it was it was never about just doing the show right because we knew early on you know because we're talking all the time right like so like especially oh, jesus man when we first got the show going we that talked f- far too much way too much because i was working in brampton at the time so i would drive home and then we'd end up talking about the, like five days a week we'd be talking on the fucking phone about a one-hour show so we're putting in like seven hours of talking about a one-hour show. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. And this was back when we didn't have guests. <laughs> it's yeah. like we'd have guests maybe on every third episode. Yeah. But it's like now we have guests every episode. We barely talk about it. It's so like, were you guys picking like these strict topics and just over-planning it in a way? No, or? no. It was just we would talk about stuff, right? It would be yeah. like, oh, we're talking about the news. We're talking about this. We're talking about that. And it's like, oh, what are we doing this week? Oh, we're going to do this. Are you sure you want to do this this week? Because in the beginning... That was the difference between then and now. Was oh yeah, well, there was there was there was a lack of trust back then. Like not like in a bad way, just like uh, I don't know exactly what you want to do here. Whereas now it's like if one of us tells the other one an idea, we know exactly what they're thinking. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like because then it would be like we're I'm explaining to him what I'm thinking, he's explaining what he's thinking. Now it's just like yeah, I'm gonna do this. All right, cool. Yeah, that conversation. That's that's our conversations now. It's just like yeah, are you cool with that? Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> We're, that we're just we're just doing it. Well, because there's no point, right? You're, yeah. you're, we've been doing this show for almost fucking nine years. Like this coming February, it'll be nine years. Wow. Yeah. Right. Uh, sorry. Sorry. That's not true. Yeah. We're, yeah. No. No. Yeah. We're in the ninth year. We're in. No. No. Yes. Yeah. We're. Yeah. But it won't be complete until yeah. next February. But we're in. Yeah. So yeah. next February we'll it'll be. be moved, yeah. We'll be starting. Uh, next year would be. Yeah. N- next year would be the ninth anniversary of the show. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have nine full years. Yeah. So anyway, so if you're listening in uh, Asia, then we are in our ninth year. If you're listening in North America, our show is eight years old. <laughs> Hitting all my demographics. Yeah, they right. yeah, yeah. No, but it, like, you well, talk you talk about New Japan wrestling on your show, so you got some Asian. Yeah, people yeah, listening. I'm really big <laughs> in Japan. <laughs> There's like two people who listen there, and nobody in North America. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of like our show in the beginning. <laughs> no, our but, show in the beginning was funny. We had a lot of people in Mexico who were listening. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. We had yeah. Mexico. I remember when I got excited when we got China. Yeah. Because, you know, they're breaking the law, essentially. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. They have the have like that illegal browser set up. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's dedication. Yeah, it was yeah. two That's people. That's a real it fan. Two, it was two yeah. IP addresses in China. Yeah. So, th- so it could have been the whole country. That's the one thing about <laughs> yeah. with IP, like in internet radio, the IPs, we get the IPs, not the listeners. Yeah. So even though we call them listeners, it's it's a it's like the lowest number. Yeah. So if you get mm-hmm. like if you get three people listening, that's three computers, right? Yeah. Or three yeah. devices, whatever. 
technically speaking, though, they could put it onto a PA and fucking 6,000 yeah. people could be listening. You <laughs> where, don't know, where right? Where two or more are gathered. But we, because you know. we have, in the, in the subsequent years, like, because we have people who write in, call in during the show sometimes, uh, but they'll send us emails. We got one, uh, I can't remember if it was this year or if it was last year, but we, I remember we got one. They're basically asking us. They, they're like, "Hey, we love the show, but oh, yeah. hey, can you guys tone down on the on the swearing tonight? We, yeah. We're we're playing it live in our comic book Whoa, shop. Oh, it wasn't a comic. Cool. It was an EB yeah. Games. Oh, was it? No, it I was, an, it was a comic. No, shop. it was an EB Games. Nice. Yeah. Regardless, they're yeah. playing it for the public. Yeah. So are you like, what the fuck am I gonna do? Well, right no. Now? When I said right there, I was like, I was like, I'm fucking sorry, but no. And they wrote back, it's okay. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> like we have That's young kids so cool. in here. It's like, well, why are you listening to yeah, us? Yeah. Yeah. We we Just tell you right off the loud. top. Yeah. We tell you we've not not sworn on the show, ever. I think. But it's not like we it's not like we swear. Not like non-stop. in the beginning. No, the first season. I, there's a lot of things we did in the first year that we don't do anymore. No. Like so, uh, here's some inside baseball for you. For, yeah, for yeah. The First season, nobody has ever heard anymore. Uh, oh yeah, because also the first season completely unavailable that's right yeah. the only people who have on those purpose. recordings myself and mr green they're that's it they're not available on podcast like Ooh. our i guess it would be our fourth year on or fifth year on is available yeah it's, no it starts at 64 okay every episode from 64 on is available online everything pre that is not not anyways what my point though about that was is that early on we tried a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and i'd say Half maybe at best worked. Yeah, but then we got rid of a lot of stuff because we're like because in the beginning. So one of the things that we did as a as a you know character bit uh, was that we hated each other. Oh, okay. So, so we you're up, forcing it. Like, yeah, we played up the old animosity of our first meeting as like a thing. It never <laughs> went away. Yeah. So like we used to say stuff like we never like we if we were in the same theater we had to sit at opposite ends. You know, we were like always angry at each other. Yeah. We like, and that, cause it was like, that was, it was like, no, that's, it's not us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess after a while too, it's like playing that character for so long. It just feels weird. Well, it's hard to like... keep it going. Cause it, sometimes you just, you forget the character. Cause it's not, it's, cause <laughs> yeah. it's not like we're not used to, we're not wrestling, right? We're, yeah, yeah. You know, we're not, we're not doing our, a kayfabe or whatever. Like we're not doing anything. We're not. It's not who we are. So eventually there's going to be the, like, yeah, remember we went and saw this last week? Or, yeah, when I came to your house to pick up that thing, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, we're not supposed to talk about it. Fuck. <laughs> right? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we got rid of it all. And it was like the same thing with in the first year, remember? Uh, we used to never ta- t- say that we were from Canada. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah we kind of hid that yeah. first year. It was weird that we yeah. did that. Any, but, like, strategic reason behind that? Or? Well, because we noticed that a lot of, like, our video content, wasn't viewed as much and stuff like that. Mm, and okay. There'd been some derogatory Canadian remarks made and stuff like that. And uh, I was sort of like, uh, I, don't, I don't know if I want to like let people know that we're Canadian. Also, too, like we were getting numbers back then and our our American listenership was greater at the time yeah. than our Canadian. It's mm-hmm. funny, but the, now, right now, our American and Canadian listenership are almost equal. The American right now is edging out the Canadian by a little bit. But that's but, the first time in like two years. Yeah, but we don't, uh, we don't, uh, like, we don't hide the fact that we're Canadian. Everybody that listens yeah. to us knows we're Canadian now, like all yeah, of they our have listeners. No yeah, and when, when you start something like this, there's tons of trial and error like oh yeah you gotta see what oh, works oh yeah and, yeah <laughs> i became a victim of this environment at first they're like okay you got a show in a bar it's like free drinks and like oh <laughs> this is how i'm getting like my guests here i'm like yeah it's free drinks they're like okay 
and we would get drunk before we got in this room. Uh, and there's a lot of lost episodes. And there's a, <laughs> there was one that I even posted, and uh, the person ended up getting signed to a major label afterwards. Like, not because of me or anything, yeah, yeah. but just uh, they hit me up like months after. Can it's like, hey, can you please take that <laughs> episode down? And I'm like, gladly. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, just like. I don't know. It's 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 cool to see how like you evolve as you get comfy on the microphones and just trying different things. Yeah, and it's like oh, yeah, well yeah. with the you guys seem like you're in a good groove right now. Yeah, too, well right? with our show, for me personally, I always like to continue evolving. I always like yeah. trying new things because we have the core elements now. The mm -hmm. core elements don't change; they're strong. So I like playing with them. You know, I'll bring it. We've brought in a lot of characters over the years. Yeah, yeah, that have become reoccurring. Um, so we've done, we've done bits. We've done like bits. Whole bit. We've done. Uh, we did a bit so long that it was the entire episode, which we don't talk about. <laughs> Is that one? Of I the figured lost out the, ones? the reason why that went wrong. <laughs> you know what it went wrong? Oh yeah, I know exactly why it went wrong. Okay, because, tell, why, why did it go okay, wrong? Okay, so besides yeah, it being terrible. Okay, so we did an episode. There was well, there's two reasons why it went wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so the episode, the episode in question is that we decided that for before our hundredth episode, we do. Geek Card 1 million, which <laughs> takes place in the future <laughs> and is hosted by comic creator Grant Morrison. Was it the 100th? I thought it was like the 200th. May it was before 200. You're right. Yes, it was. So this for episode 199, we did Geek Card 1 million. <laughs> and so it's hosted in the future. Oh, right, because 200, we weren't going to be live. Right, because we were. I think I, it was. Com I, it was. I think it was trying. No, no, no. Because we, we were going to do 200 live, so we were 199 was taped, and so we didn't do that one live, and so. We did this, so we were like, I thought, I said, we got 200 for our tape show. Let's do Geek, let's do geek Card 1 million. Oh, right, right, and right. He, right. And, he's and like, so far, I love this concept. Yeah. I'm like and so, yeah, so trying to So like, it's hosted by comic creator Grant wrong. Morrison. <laughs> so it's hosted by comic creator Grant Morrison and a robot approximation of the once living, now dead Mr. Green. That's, mm -hmm. uh, again, future. And so the idea was is that in order to save the universe, Grant Morrison has to use this archaic radio, uh, internet radio technology to beam a signal back to the past <laughs> so that people will know what to do. And so there's actually three things that was wrong. With okay, so <laughs> the, the, first, the first thing was wrong is that I made it that Mr. Green was a robot. Okay, okay. And that put handcuffs on him. Because mm. he felt he had to do certain things in a certain way. Did you have to talk like this? No, he had to. Well, he had to. Every time that he was going to figure something out, he was played a the old school um, dial up sound. The <laughs> <laughs> and right, then he'd say, right. so say accessing. And <laughs> I, which guy, I didn't tell him originally that I wanted him to say accessing first, make the noise. Instead, you know, I didn't tell him anything. So he made the noise. He'd say accessing during it. And he'd be trying really, you know, like, it just wasn't Mr. Green. If I had have not put these handcuffs on him, it would have been a better foil for the Grant Morrison character. So that's one mistake. Mm -hmm. So, because so, the thing is also, he had to do it the whole episode. So that he was stuck okay. in that kind How of... How long it was the episode? An hour. An hour? Because yeah. our show is always an hour because yeah. um, we have commercial breaks and everything like well, that. Well, and at that time, we uh, that's the thing. Over the years, when we first started, it was, uh, there was always a show after us. Yeah, 
and now there isn't a show after us, so we can usually go a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But back then, you, we were hamstrung Just too. right on the dot. Yeah. 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 Like, 8 o'clock, you're done. And, yeah. well, hey, man, going longer than an hour is crazy. But, uh, but, yeah, so that was the first mistake. The second mistake was is that we didn't, because we, we were pre-recording and we didn't have anybody set up to do an interview with, we were, we relied on somebody who wasn't super reliable on providing an inter- recorded interview for us. Oh, and he said, okay. yeah, no, I'm going to have yeah. this interview for you and you can play it on the show. I'm like, okay. And then I contacted that guy and he's like, no, I don't have it. So I had to find a way to fill in. So we decided we'd take crazy unused clips of past interviews that we'd done on location and turn it into this weird like tapestry of Grant Morrison trying to figure out the riddle to save the universe by listing all these different clips. Oh, okay. And so yeah, that yeah. was like, wow, you're really asking an audience to follow <laughs> that. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. And then the third thing, what the hell was the third thing? I was there and I'm already lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And the third thing was... Grant Morrison never revealed the message at the end to save the universe. So how the fuck did he save the universe? <laughs> that actually is not the least of my issues with the episode. But I explained all the problems. If they had yeah. been, if those things, uh, if, if we had had segments we could count on, if I hadn't handcuffed you, then it would have been a much easier episode to do. Yeah, like I've thought about, I've have thought about it over the years. That is like you know maybe instead of a robot, maybe if I was like. I don't know, like uh, hologram or uh, like maybe like I was in Candor or something. You know what I mean? Like, was like or even you were you would been in cryogenic freezing. Yeah, yeah, I am freezing. Yeah, mm, the problem yeah, was yeah. Is that I. Oh, ma- you know what? Now instead, that you say that, yeah. that, that actually would have worked because me yeah. waking up from a, a like a thousand year sleep yeah. would have been like fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah. Because I am horrible when I wake up. In the yeah. yeah, no, that's uh, true. Yeah, yeah. And you could have just been a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I once I once had to come over and get some stuff edited at his house, and I I said, yeah, I'm gonna be over there at ten, and he was like, call first, and I didn't call. Ooh. And I showed up, and he was still asleep, and he was he was like, "Never again." Yeah, never so do you again. Show up without color. Like, come over like twelve oh one now. Oh no, something. I don't. I don't <laughs> no go to his house hours. anymore. I don't yeah. go to his house anymore because his, his he's person non grata now. That's uh, that, <laughs> he's, he's banned. Also, also his his lovely girlfriend, if she saw me, would be like, "You're the reason why I don't get to see James oh, very often." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's a love-hate relationship, actually, because she loves the fact that every Friday I'm gone. <laughs> but she it's does. all the other extra stuff, like him and I have to go to screenings and yeah, uh, it, conventions. But and there's stuff. also the occasional time where like our friends will be like, hey, let's hang out. And it's like, but we can only do it on Saturday. Mm, like, so yeah, it's because yeah. they're like, well, I'm free on Friday. And it's like, that's a no-go. Yeah. yeah. Unless the rare time when we don't have a show. But that's usually because we've already pre-recorded it. Like there's yeah. there's and reasons. Then usually if there's a pre-recorded, it's because we have to be somewhere else. Yeah, so I'm not there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and kudos to both of you for doing this for nine fucking years. That's amazing. Like trust us, we know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. We're not, and we're not and we're not impressed by the fact that we've done it for nine years. We're impressed that we haven't killed each other after yeah, nine pretty years. Much, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But it's like the the I think it's if we had it just stayed the same for all those nine years. I'd hate it, but you know we're now kind of embedded in the uh, nerd culture community in yeah, Toronto. Yeah. People know who we are. We've gotten to meet a lot of like really cool people. We've got to talk to famous people. We've had a bunch of really cool people call into our show. Yeah, you're doing live shows too. Yeah, we've done first we, one I checked out a couple months ago, I believe. Yeah, yeah, April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was, was, that was our fifth live show. Yeah. That was yeah. So we've been doing live shows twice a year. Um, and so, yeah, so we've, for a very short period, we had a, uh, a TV show 
that yeah. we also don't really like to talk about much. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the great thing when you're in total control of your product. Yeah, yeah. You can just go, no, you don't need to know about that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <right>. Trash bin. <laughs> you, you saw that? Cool. Nobody else will. Yeah, yeah. So, so do you ever, like re-listen to these because like some of my lost ones i don't even want to look at i still have them for some reason like just in a old hard drive but like i almost don't even want to like it's too much i used to when we first did the show i used to listen every week yeah i used to listen to every podcast because i was you i used to say to myself my my whole reasoning was it was quality control okay okay. right i would listen to and make sure everything was cool and remember when i so earlier when i was talking about like we used to call each other all the time yeah yeah. a lot of those conversations were me and him talking about you know oh was this was i too shitty in this were you you too shitty in this Ah, okay okay basically overthinking it yeah Yeah, yeah. since we haven't done that the show has improved but it's also because we just know what we're fucking doing yeah Yeah, you're comfy now and yeah we don't like we like the first year is a wash because we didn't understand each other's humor Okay, okay. So we yeah. like we like you you know it, but you don't understand it. So right. like I didn't know when he took a beat that that's my time, or like vice versa, or if I'm going to go off on a rant to let me breathe. Yeah, yeah, then yeah, there yeah. was also um, Mr. Green learned the importance of improvisation rules as the show progressed because originally he used to do what they refer to as blocking. So I'd oh, be cut like, you off in the middle. No, of the, block, where it's no. like basically I'd make make a comment. They would be like, this is a setup for you to say something funny or for us to go down some tan. Be like, no. Yeah, he'd just say no. And then it's like, well, there you go. That's dead in the water. And and the reason why, I'll tell you, it's not because I was trying to fuck him. Yeah, yeah. It had to do with uh, the humor that I I had been using for a long, long time. That blocking was part of that humor. Mm -hmm. And the problem is, though, is he, if he doesn't know that that's what I'm doing, then you can't get around and and move it now if i do it to him even if i do it accidentally he still he knows what's going on and then he will move his way around it so then it becomes part of the bit yeah 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 and then I, there's even there's some bits that maybe like we we talk about it and then you might forget a little thing oh and yeah so yeah then, that's always so then i do happens. i've i've now learned the workaround of how to get him back on track to the thing that he might have forgot so we'll still have the same end uh, product. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, like, when he was talking about uh, with not handcuffing me with the robot thing, it, it's the same thing as like we also learned early on not to give me a script. Scripts are not my friend. Yeah. 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 Just no, give, that's cool. Give me some themes and some yeah. li- and like one maybe a line, but that's about it. I think this is important for people to hear who are just starting like any type of creative idea. Like at the beginning it's not going to be perfect but oh like, fuck no i've right. seen like some people they try something out like for example just somebody i knew coming to my my mind right now they tried stand up comedy it didn't go well but instead of like building and being like oh what did i learn today they're just like oh fuck this that sucked and yeah. never yeah. stepped on the stage again or oh, like, yeah. I, I, we i we talked about it i had those moments yeah. where i was like this that that show sucked Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, and I'd be like, I don't know, man. And then he'd be like, No, no, it's okay, it's okay. And well, because like, the first step to becoming good at something is to sucking at something. Yeah, that's basically. That's so like, it it's like there are. There's always going to be times when you're doing a show, whether it's stand up, movies, theater, whatever. Because like, so Andrew, Andrew came from a, from a comedy background. When I was in high school, I used to do theater, right? And so like, it's not like we were, like I was you know, not aware of how this works to some degree. 
but it had been a long time from yeah, then yeah. to when I did this. That's right. Whereas I've been performing in some capacity like nonstop. Yeah, you had to years. rework that muscle in a way. Yeah, guess, because yeah. the thing the thing that's worked between the two of us over the years is that we complement each other. We don't, you know, it's like. He 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 had the comedy like that he was working on all the time, right? I was doing a lot of the back end, you know, technical stuff on the show, like as far as like the podcast and the website and stuff like that. So we're each giving our bits and pieces. Yeah, it was sort of like I up. was. Yeah, I was. I was coming up from the creative production. He was handling technical production, and uh, yeah, it was. And it, and that's the thing is you you learn to work with it in a duo situation. But to your point, if you're doing the show by yourself, yeah, you just have to accept you suck. Yeah. You and the to, only way to get better is to realize you suck and then just keep working yeah. at it. Yeah. And that was part of the th- one of the reasons also why not only was it just uh, quality control to make sure that the show sounded good, but also to hear my mistakes. Because I knew I was going to suck. Right? I had done 53 shows on my other show. And yeah, I watched yeah. those. And I was you like, went through that. And that was because you're yeah. watching yourself. But this, I'm only listening. So it's <laughs> yeah. a, a little bit easier to deal with. <laughs> the blow a little like, yeah, cause there's less some, harsh. Because even with our own videos sometimes, I'm like, I see the raw footage. Yeah, and he thinks it's not going to work, and then I edit. Yeah, you cut it a certain way. And then he's like, "Oh, the magic of editing! You made me look awesome there." (laughs) Nice, yeah. Because it's like no different than when sometimes, uh, because like part of what we do on the show now is, uh, even though we do one hour, we do we do have for our Patreon, we have an extra, so we do like an extra anywhere between ten and twenty minutes extra show. Cool, cool. So we put that on, and that's only available on Patreon, right? So nice. That gets edited. It's the only part of the show that's truly edited to any degree but even that's not i don't really edit anymore because in the beginning i was talking telling about this tonight i used to edit 15 minutes for like two hours yeah yeah and i'm like why Mm -hmm. it's 15 minutes and we're just chatting and the the more you do it too like uh you know like as it's happening if it's good or not yeah instead of like listening to it back and like well because we've been doing those now uh i found out because i realized it's been well over a year we've done about 100 of them now yeah it's craziness to think that, but I don't even care anymore because it's like, yeah, we're just talking. We don't say anything stupid. We don't have these, and, but I know that there's sometimes check, uh, sections I have to take out because, like, a technical problem, like we batteries mm, yes, died, yes, whatever, yeah. right? You fix those, but otherwise, what's the point? Because we've done it for so long, we've kind of got there. But you gotta have, you can't get. It's like people. The problem I find with shows is people listen to. They might listen to our show and they're like, oh, look how easy they're making it because they're just goofing around and having it. It's like, no, man. We that spent, took work. It took yeah. eight fucking years of us working at it together mm-hmm. to get to this point in which he trusts me, I trust him. And because of that trust, our guests who are on the show or on the, on the phone trust us. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. You don't just fall into that. Mm-hmm. That's the, I think that's the biggest lesson that most people don't learn is that it's hard fucking work even though you're just sitting around like we are right now with a couple of mics just chilling yeah yeah it's like it it doesn't look hard mm-hmm. it's way it's, easier it's, being it's a, a guest though i gotta <laughs> say yes <laughs> you guys having a good time today or yeah like yeah it's just, a little, little more it's not chill, often right? that we get to be a, a guest on things so yeah it's good awesome yeah it's, yeah yeah I didn't have to think before I came here. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, didn't, that's didn't that's have a to make any thing. notes. It was it, <laughs> it's fucking fantastic to hear like your story, and it's I think um, a lot of people who want to step in and trying like a creative project uh, could learn a lot from you guys. And yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And uh, where can they hear you guys? Uh... Okay, so we're live every Friday night at 7 p.m. Eastern on RealityRadio101.com. Mm-hmm. 
And then uh, we're available as a podcast as well. You want to take it from here? Yeah. So every uh, every Monday's at 2 p.m. The podcast comes out. So the show's Friday at 7. Monday's at 2 is when the podcast version of that very show is available. Um, but we also, it's we're available on uh, Patreon. So we're there, but Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. Yes, even Pinterest, we're Ooh. on there. Yeah, you just search Geek Card Show, you'll find us any of those things. And when of course, was the last time you've updated the Pinterest, though? Every once in a while. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's mostly right. cosplay now, though. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I find that that works out even better because a lot of people like cosplay because it's, yeah, it's, it's very visual, right? Yeah. Uh, but also, of course, geekcardshow.com. That's our website. That's where everything goes up, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll find out stuff about us there. And, uh, and our YouTube channel is uh, youtube.com slash geekcardshow. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have video content going up there on a regular basis. We're going to be starting a new segment called From the Vault, where I'll be bringing out either longer versions of old videos or never used videos cool, before. Cool, cool. Nice, and, uh, nice. Yeah. We're, we're hoping that that doesn't fall on its face either. And then, but then there's also going to be the Geek Card Shorts, which yes. I'm working on as well. And yeah. uh, some other stuff. Yeah, there's such an empire. Now. Well, we, well, we've had some some fun and success with like, uh, like one of uh, one of my, it's, it's about me, yes, but it's one of the be- it's one of the best examples of of a geek card short. Is uh, Andrew did a supercut of me fucking up in an interview? Well, that's not fucking up. That's yeah, fucking up. No, becoming obsessed with one word. Yeah, because things didn't go my way, so it ended up being a train wreck of a set. Okay, yeah, okay. It's called the video is called. So you're working on Wonder Woman. <laughs> And I in in a what was a about twenty minute interview said so you're working on Wonder Woman about eighty five times. Well, variations of that. So yeah, it was exactly. I love Wonder Woman. Yeah. I like what you're doing on Wonder Woman. Some people don't, uh, which was a great line by the way. Oh, he that's was very happy. Yeah. Uh, comic creator Brian Azarell loved when you said that. He's a he's a great guy. I've <laughs> yeah. talked to him multiple times over the years. Were you trying to like? Um hook them to talk about the haters in that moment no they... uh basically the, the, what the the story behind this was is that uh the night before another uh guy that uh, worked with us at, at the time was interviewing his wife yeah uh, jill thompson while they were interviewing i was just standing there like like just like a chooch just doing nothing and he just <laughs> walks up beside me and i was like oh hey brian how's it going he's like oh pretty good man right yeah, on yeah. right on cool right? and we just started chatting so while they're doing that i'm chatting to him for like a half an hour we're talking about deep cut stuff from the comics industry <laughs> and he's sick. telling me he's telling me some like really deep shit <laughs> juicy and i'm like okay cool so the next day i'm like we're gonna do this interview and he's like yeah right on we'll do that no problem so we do is go to his autograph area and i go to talk to him and it goes off the rails because i'm like yeah so we're gonna, I'll, I'll talk to you about this and this and he's like we can't talk about any of that stuff and i oh, was like oh no so you gotta do something so on my, the fly now whoosh, yeah so my whole fucking brain falls apart and that's when so you work on wonder woman eh yeah. that's the whole and he's just like yeah <laughs> oh fuck yeah it, oh, it, that's that's disappointing as an interviewer going in like i've had moments like that yeah, too yeah. where you're just like yeah the other one yeah. is uh it's not as is not nearly as bad but i felt terrible in the moment mm-hmm. was when i got to talk to kevin conroy two years ago mm-hmm. and that i was to- fine no it is fine i totally fanboyed out though yeah yeah because in my mind all i kept on going was holy shit this is batman <laughs> Like holy shit, this is fucking Batman. I'm talking to fucking Batman, and then he starts talking, and I'm like, holy shit, this is Batman. It's really Batman, and it he's he's right. It's not as bad as I make it out to be, but I'm yeah. telling you, in the moment, yeah. I was fucking panicking because I'm like, I'm fucking this up. I'm fucking this up. Yeah, it's yeah. Batman. He's gonna fucking kill me. But you're you're always extremely hard on yourself at mm. those shows, anyways. You think everything you do sucks. 
and I usually have to go, no, no, it's workable. I can, this is going to be good. This yeah, and then, and then a week later or two weeks later or three weeks later, whenever the video comes up, I look at it and I'm like, oh, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it wasn't much. that bad. Nice, yeah, nice. Yeah. I'm similar to you, Mr. Green, too. Like, sometimes, like, I'll have those fanboy moments and... It's almost like the more you do these type of things, it becomes like a less of a thing that happens while you're doing <laughs> yeah. an interview. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when I was like brand new, like I started just doing stuff in the music industry and uh, my buddy was like, who kind of hooked me up with a gig was like, oh, you like metal? I never heard of this band. Uh, here you go. Interview them. And it was this is one like folk metal band from Elvady, and I've been listening to them for like ten years, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh my god, like almost like there's like a I'm trying to play it cool on the outside, in it, but inside there's like a panic going on, right, right, and like as I'm doing the I- interview, like I had that voice in the head, almost like you said, it's like, oh my god, I'm fucking this up, I'm fucking up this moment, this sucks, this sucks, and then. You can edit it a certain way to make it not seem like that. but Oh, for sure. It hurts while it's happening. It's funny. When it comes to the on-location interviews, I usually have – I'm pretty good with those. It's dealing with the reps beforehand that I had to learn because originally I didn't have – I didn't have – back in the early days, Mm. I almost got into a fist fight with one. Oh, my God. Like some publicist? Yeah, it was a publicist for a convention. That I had no to longer comes in. to Toronto, oh, okay. but, uh, but yeah, at the time it was the, it was getting he I, it's the the closest I've actually ever seen him, uh, to, like legitimately ready to like punch because I, well, I usually wow, I yeah. lose, usually I don't lose my cool yeah but this guy was just needling me it was just it was <laughs> rubbing him the wrong way I hate well I don't like let's see most of the publicists we work with now wonderful people yeah and they know you exactly this particular publicist was very much like a. I rule the roost, so you do what I say, or Ooh. you don't get your interviews. And I hate people like that. And he just kept reiterating that all the time. And yeah. so, yeah, at one point, I was ready to punch him in the face. Oh, yeah. So at, at that point is when I started talking to him because I was like, "No, we need to we need to finish this day. Yeah, yeah. And come back tomorrow because <laughs> this was Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> it's like and a weekend like, convention. Yeah, it's like so we're on Saturday and it's like two o'clock in the afternoon and Andrew comes over and he's just like. I'm fucking, I'm gonna fucking kill him. And I was like, okay, it's a role reversal because it's usually it's the other way around. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, usually me you, ne- you never actually get that angry. You, that's I think that's that's a character you play. Yeah. It, well, it depends on what it's about, right? Yeah. There are some things I get really angry about, but yeah, you're right. Other than uh, well, other than Green Lantern, I don't think I've actually. You're right. I don't. That's that was legitimate hate. Yeah, yeah. That was legitimate anger. <laughs> but the rest of the time, yeah, there's some, yeah, it's, that's the thing too. It's like, it's, we're, I play a character as it were in the show, but not really. Yeah. Well, the way, the way it works, uh, the, the way we kind of planned the comedy is that we create storylines for Mr. Green that he's like, he's had, he's, he's been on a whirlwind book tour. Oh yeah. Uh, book on tape. In fact, yeah, sorry, yeah, nice. Mr. Green and the sounds of birds. Only on tape. Yes. Only, only tape. on tape oh, and nice. only available in countries like <laughs> outer Mongolia. But uh, yeah, so he's been on, he's been on a book tour. Uh, he's been addicted to butter. He's been, <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. That's a season one yeah. backstory. He's, right uh, there. Yeah. It's, uh, he's had problems with particular uh, guests that have come on the show, but not real guests, like guests that I do the voices for and things like that. And so like these different storylines that we give Mr. Green. So Mr. Green, uh, most of the bits that we do with him are storyline based. Most of the bits that I do is I introduce characters. Like I'm Groot 
I'm Liam Neeson, I'm Stan Lee, I'm Grant Morrison, and now I'm also Alan Arkin, which... Fuck uh, you, Alan. Which Fuck mis- you. Mr. Green has a problem with. You're a piece of shit. Mr. Green has a problem with Alan You're, Arkin. You are... Not in real life, just Alan Arkin, the character. No, no. <laughs> fuck, fuck you, Alan Arkin. I don't want you on my show. You don't need to be there. <laughs> and so, yeah. So we do... We do bits like that and uh, a lot of people a lot of people love it they love when we do these crazy little bits so. yeah the bits some of the bits the rivalries uh, with uh, extensions of bits of course uh, the uh, as much as Andrew hates it some of, some of our fans do actually enjoy us doing the news although we don't do it a lot anymore well, I've kind of made that a bit is that I really don't hate the news I know but I love the fact that people write in when the, when we do the because we do the news about once a month in the show so okay, every, yeah. once every fourth episode we used to do it every episode yeah. but, but it's like it's I'd rather harder. have guests on the show than news because I feel like everybody does news so if we do news all the time it's like we're just doing what everybody else is doing sort of thing yeah yeah but you know if we do news once in a while then the people that really love it are like oh my god they love it and they write in saying oh this is awesome there's news this week and so I always act like I'm disgusted by those comments going yeah no that's great news who knows if there'll be news next week, sir? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. even the so news, with your even people. the news yeah. has become a bit. Yeah. That's, it. <laughs> I, I, oh, that's I so st- awesome. I still want to do the news, like the news in sixty seconds. Right. It's like I, I think maybe one day we should do it. Like you do that, and then it's just like I just ram through it. I don't even get let you to talk. I just start I'm like this happened, and this happened, and this happened, and this happened, and this. And happened. then I just yell, <sighs> "Yeah, time's up." Yeah, have like a little like dinger, like yeah. ding. <laughs> <laughs> or buzzer. Like so yeah, so so it's like we've done our we've done a really good job of infusing comedy throughout the entire show without it feeling forced. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We're not we're not like we're not not we're not late night. So we're not like Fallon. We're not doing like. Like the only thing we're actually we're more like old school late night. We're more like how Letterman was in the eighties sort of yeah, type deal. Yeah, well, we're, yeah, we're definitely not we're not Tonight Show, but like, yeah, we're that style. Like we we do some we do some weird bits over time, yeah. but for the most part, like like Andrew said, it's more organic now. And yeah. it's in uh, what like I really love the interview portion because most people, when you get them on and they realize that you're willing to play and have fun with them, they're willing to play as well. Yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, okay, this isn't a big deal, and they they joke and they have fun, and yeah, because uh, we're not sitting there, like, yes, we have we have people on that we want to talk to, right? Like, so we've had we've had uh, legendary comic writers on the show, we've had actors, we've you know we've had uh, modern comic writers and you know artists on directors, yeah, we've had so many different people, and some of them are going to be so used to the standard so you're working on this yeah and so yeah, yes how yeah. do you feel how did you get there and that's like two of our questions and, and then, then everything the else is, is just let's let's explore let's have mm, some fun and yeah, they, yeah. Us- they usually appreciate that that it's yeah. like okay you've shown me the respect of plugging my thing but you also don't want to just do the standard interview and so we end up having tons of fun that's cool that, yeah. especially this year we've had some really great interviews like uh with uh, comic artist Afua Richardson, oh, Afua which is was fantastic. Uh, actress, uh, act- somebody who's actually been in this studio. We're in here. Actress uh, Megan Hutchings. Yeah, uh, which she, was, she great. was great. Um, 
Oh, so was uh, oh, I forget her name right now. Uh, the one that was from that Nickelodeon show, Elena Elena V. Wolf. That's it. Yes. Elena V. Wolf. She was fantastic. We we did that was a show. We were like a Nickelodeon show. I don't know how this is going to work, but she was a ton of fun to play with too. Yeah, nice. You know, nice. just went with everything. Tons of different yeah, actors yeah. from the cast of Killjoys and yeah, Orphan they were at their Black. live show too. And then, yeah, yeah. Uh, Orphan Black and uh, Dark Matter when it was on The Expanse. Well, we've had uh, Ronnie Rowe Jr. who's on uh, Star Trek Discovery, but he's got his uh, new film Black. Yeah, we talked right to. He was great. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah, I found out that he was he was obsessed with the Fresh Prince of Bel Air when he was in high school. So we talked about that. Uh, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, and th- those are the best kind yeah. of interviews too. And yeah. uh, that's kind of how this show spawned. Like, I prior to me doing podcasting, I was doing like video journalism, and I was getting sent to these concerts and working for different websites, and I couldn't always ask all of my own questions. Right, right, and then afterwards when the camera was off and i'm just like kind of get to be myself again and just talking to whoever i was interviewing i noticed like just that relaxed state of random topics and anything was the best shit and this that should have been the recording oh for sure like we we uh um was it four years ago now we got to talk to slash from guns and roses that's right yeah we we actually we had two guys who were working for us at the time who were both big Slash fans, so we let them handle the interview. Yeah, yeah. and they did the interview, and uh, one of them brought up the fat, his pinball obsession. Mm. And then that went down a whole path unto itself. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, you're not hearing that on you know MTV or much music. Yeah, or Everybody's know, talking about, about the, the exact album, same thing. Yeah, album, the album you know, whatever. Your yeah. beef with Axel, like whatever. And right? at that particular time, it was the, the film he had directed. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, no, he produced it. Oh, he produced it. Yeah, he right. was one of the producers. Right, right. Because right. he had started to, to branch out. That's right. Yeah, because he was trying to start a, a like a an actual like bunch of horror films. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was, but but it was cool. He was a really super cool guy. I think that's the thing. It's like sometimes uh, you you we have to we have we've struggled at the beginning of an interview because you have to get no matter what we got to fulfill our contractual obligation, as it were, with the PR people to be like, oh, you're doing this project, cool. Blah blah blah. Project, but project, we, project. We, blah, we try and to make we those. We try to make those yeah. questions fun too. You do like, try but, to go from it from a different angle. But once you get past those, is when you get into the like you like pinball. You like you know like you like skydiving. Like whatever it is, and then see how that mm-hmm. plays. And yeah, and sometimes depending on their answer, that can branch you off into another three questions that you Absolutely. didn't even think you were going to ask before yeah. you stepped in. And, and totally. sometimes yeah. you can ask like I, I we've been doing an interview and you think it's going to be a fun interview and ends up being more serious because yeah. the person's giving you more deep, thoughtful answers mm-hmm. or the vice versa. Yeah. You, you the other way thinking, around. You're thinking like you're going to get somebody like that's going to be really fucking intense and they're just like, yo man, no, 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 let's, have, let's have some fun. All right, yeah. cool. cool. Yeah. This is good. yeah. It's, it's, it's always different. You never know. And that's, I think at the end of the day for us, I think that's, one of the like he said like the interview segments. I think that's one of the best things that come well, out. Well, my it's so stimulating. My usually. personal goal, usually with an interview, is if I can make them laugh within the first three minutes, then I know we're going to have a good interview. Mm. That's the way I Very see. Very nice. Yeah. If I can make them laugh, that then they're, they're comfortable. Comfy. Exactly. Yeah. And also, if I can make them laugh, then that means that the audience is probably laughing as well. So. Yeah, and and that's when the audience is going to get that little surprise nugget of something. You know, it's yeah. like they're they're not just getting the standard. Anything you could find on the internet, like you'll still get some of those answers. Yeah, yeah, because we can't because there's some people that have their set stories that they know they're going to tell when you interview them. Yeah, but yeah. for some, but the other thing is too is that you have to still take some of those stock answers because 
your audience who's listening may not have ever heard them before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? So, like, if, like we when we spoke to um, uh, uh, Jesus, X-Men. We never spoke to Jesus. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> that yeah, would have, that would have, you know what? That would have broken. He's supposed the to come back. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, um, uh, uh, you're talking about Chris Claremont. Yeah. It was, who, to some X Men fans, is Jesus. It's so. true. There you go. But you talk to somebody like Claremont, who, who is a legend. Yeah. So, we had him on for this obscure uh, Viking story, like this uh, kind of like, sh- um, it was kind of like Red Sonja, but it was a different character type thing. And he was on for that story. Well, of course, we were going to talk about the X Men as well. And, and we got and we yeah, got an yeah. interesting story about how his mother his his uh, mother uh, was in World War Two. Oh and all yeah, that like, sort oh, of stuff. Wow. yeah, yeah. 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 So you, you get stuff like that, but you, like I was saying, is that you you get those cool stories, but also like if somebody's new to comics, right? Like, cause, so in the in in this example, right? So it's like I remember going to the comic store and I was like 13, 14 years old. I didn't know who the fuck Chris Claremont was. Mm-hmm. To me, it was like, where's Batman? Yeah, you, you know, know what Batman, I mean? Wolverine, yeah. Punisher, whoever. You don't yeah. realize yeah. the history. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. But when you start hearing those stories, like, so uh, it's new to you, but it's old hat to, like, to me and Andrew now, a lot of these stories are old hat. Yeah. We've heard them before. Yeah. yeah. Or read about them or whatever. So you're like, yeah, okay, cool. But somebody who might be listening, who's like you know eighteen years old, he's never known anything about Chris yeah. Claremont. Like that's that's a new bit of information. Yeah, they're learning about his influence yeah. and why things yeah, are so certain even, ways in that comic. But we try yeah. to we try to approach those with a, like a new like same sort of material, but like a new question that they might not have heard before that they can then you know expand more on. And sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. We had another like famous comic creator on recently, Howard Chaikin, and he never really talks about his TV work. And so I posed a question that was like comparing TV work to comics and the like basically what superhero shows are like today compared to the superhero shows that he worked on in the 90s. And he's like, yeah, I, don't, I don't really care about that. That was his response. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, let's talk about something else. Next. <laughs> but, that, but that's the thing. It's like, you yeah. know, I think when people are especially doing interviews and coming into shows like ours, like our type of show, right, is you have to not let that bother you. Yeah. Mm, right. Yeah. So yeah. Like, don't let it throw you off. No, because yeah. I think like I no, think, I find it funny that it responded that way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, totally. But I, but I think. But that, you're a vet now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In year one, that yeah. might have not. That might have derailed the entire yeah. interview. Right. Because you're weak. God. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because you don't. You're just kind of like, oh, oh, okay. It was like yeah. what happened to me in Nazarello. It's like yeah, it's like. Yeah. Ah, uh, shit. Yeah, yeah. And then your mind saying, oh, I fucked it up. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. the other benefit, of course, with us doing the show is when we do the on-site interviews, it's usually like me with somebody, him with somebody. So it's just on you. Yeah. Doing the show, our live show, it's both of us. So if I fuck up or he fucks up, uh, you know, like there's or, somebody else to pick up the ball. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like or the question doesn't come out quite the way you wanted. The it other to. one can reiterate because yeah, they know what you're saying. Yeah, but yeah. they can reword it so yeah. that the guest might and get it. Yeah, yeah, that comes from your longtime friendship too. Like, his, yeah, you know each other's languages. And, <laughs> yeah, so, so there's all of that. There, there's even times where. <clears throat> Like that, where it's like all of a sudden, sorry, yeah. uh, you get a little choked up or something because like your mouth dries out or whatever, or you just forgot your question. Yeah, that's happened. You know, it's like I hate that. I'm like, yeah. I, I remember doing it at least a couple times now where I've gone to start a question. Yeah, and then you forgot how it ends. Like midway. 
Mm, yeah, yeah. You know, and so that he's had to like reinterpret it for me on the fly. There's been times where he's gone to say something and his his mouth just didn't work. Yeah, yeah. sometimes my mouth gets very dry during the show. <laughs> <laughs> so it becomes. It's just, I go into a coughing fit. You know? Yeah, it's <laughs> always the yeah. times, right? Oh you know. man, yeah. There's just so much psychology behind like interviewing somebody, and it's almost like something. I haven't thought about in a very long time right. until like I'm talking to other people who are doing yeah. the same thing. Yeah. And, right. Like, well, the thing is really cool. <laughs> the thing that's really funny is that yeah. Mr. Green said earlier, it's like, we're not pro wrestling, but in a yeah. sense we use a similar psychology to it's pro true. wrestling. We do. We yeah. Do. Yeah. Like I joke Just about the crowd. And... Yeah. I, I choke up. I, I always joke about the fact that we don't do kayfabe, but it's like, but we really, we do. Yeah. But there's a lot of kayfabe in what we do. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of work. There's a lot of stuff that we're doing. And then, you know, I, I don't ever think we, we never shoot okay. much. Yeah. Much. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we are presenting ourselves as genuine people, but we put a spin on it. We put a little. Yeah. yeah. We, again, it's like taking a character and turning it up to 11, mm-hmm. you know, which, of course, professional wrestling, the best characters are that. Yeah. It's their self. Yeah. But yeah. Amplified. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, like, the, like the rock, like Dwayne Johnson is not the rock, but the rock is not, not Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's one of the same thing with stone cold and like those guys, right? Like there's, there's always going to be a bit of that there. And I think it, but although uh, diamond Dallas page lives his gimmick. That's all I can say. Yeah. It's just are. a guy with like hurt ribs <laughs> all the time. There are guys. Iron Mike Sharp for sure has that castle. Oh, Iron Mike Sharp. Yeah, he still has it on. But no, it, it, it's yeah, he's right. It's 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 to eleven, right? It's like most of the time, you know, I'm just you know, I'm pretty relaxed, you know, for the most part. But then, yeah, when I start doing the show, there's been times too. Like he knows this. It's like I come in and I'm just like, and he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like. Oh man, I don't know. I didn't want to come here tonight. I didn't want yeah, to do the show. Yeah. I, I'm t- I'm out. I'm out. Right. There and is it, those. And days, as soon as yeah. I hear the song, and we start going, wake up. It's like yeah, within 30 seconds, I'm back on. And it's like that doesn't mean to say by the end of the show I might not be tired again. <laughs> that happens. But for the rest of the show, I'm yeah. usually yeah. It's because as soon as it comes, it's you just get used to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's so cool to like talk to other people doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're like saying things I already know, but I don't. Like no, no, I know yeah, that. Like, it's like reconfirming yeah. it. Like, well, that's, that's it. We're, we're not, it's great. Is it? Yeah, we're not, we're not philosophers. We're not we're not saying anything that nobody's ever thought or heard of or done yeah, yeah. before. It's just it's it's just the facts, right? It's, yeah, yeah. It's like you 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 forget that it's daunting. I yeah. do like to think of us as philosophers, though. Yeah, philosopher kings. Let's be you know if we're gonna be there, let's get on top of the mountain. Yeah, penthouse. I am the man, baby. Was that the song? One of the songs they did, the philosopher kings. <laughs> oh man, I don't remember the. I just games. remember the name. Yeah. I have yeah, no fucking clue. That was a, that. Was, I am the man was one of their hits. Yeah, all I know is I'm on top of the mountain. Yeah, I'm on top of the mountain. Okay. I also want to say this hour went by so quick. Well, there you go. Yeah. I'm not used to having like other radio people in here. It's usually like <laughs> so you're like, like you're used to dragging it out. Yeah, yeah. It's like it seems like more of a war. I felt like I asked like maybe two questions today, and that's this when is you a know fun one. That's yeah, when you know it's it. a fun interview. Yeah, we love I, it I feel so we, relaxed right now. We love it's it cool. when we get a guest that it's like just yeah. so. And this, and then they talk for twenty minutes. It's like, all right, yeah, and yeah. this, and then they talk for twenty yeah, minutes. You basically, like, those are the greatest guests in the universe because you get them on the phone, and, you, and especially ones we've had before, and you know that it's just like, hey man, how's it going? 
and then boom. and then we're like cool it's been great talking to you uh so everybody check out this book you know it's like yeah 15 minutes went by we didn't ask a single question <laughs> yeah all i remember is asking is how you two guys met and i appreciate your time here cool thanks for coming out you guys are welcome back anytime and one more time where can people listen to Geek oh out? yeah because we did it about halfway through the show yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Fridays at 7 on uh, realityradio101.com at 7 p.m. Live. Yeah. Mondays at 2 is our podcast version. Uh, you can check us out on Patreon, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest. Uh, just search for Geek Card Show on any of those things. You will find us in all those places. And, of course, mm-hmm. geekcardshow.com. You know, we're there. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star rating and review. Yeah, yeah. And follow all that shit. And when they are live again, go see them. I had a blast. That's right. Our next live show will be at the Comedy Bar sometime in November. Don't have the date yet. So basically, every November and every April, just go look at the Comedy Bar. Yeah, Yeah, look at their website. Look at their calendar. One of those Saturdays will be there. Somewhere in that four-week range will be in around there. Usually. (laughs) <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Awesome, guys. Anything else you want to say before we fuck off? Um, uh, before you fuck off. <laughs> before, no, before we fuck off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you trying to start Well, I want to thank you for this, this great interview. Anytime. Thanks, anytime. And if you're going to geek out, geek hard. Geek hard. Really? It's the fucking brand, man. I, I, I live my gimmick, all right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are the brand? <laughs> I am Geek Hard. Why We're Geek Hard, but what, I am Geek Hard. Where's your head tattoo? That's what, you, that's what you're missing is the head tattoo. You've got to have it right on the forehead. When, okay, here's the way it works. Okay. When I finally go bald, I'll get the Geek Hard symbol in the uh, like uh, Bam Bam Bigelow fashion. Ooh, all over the yeah, entire yeah, back yeah. of my head. So I only have one question then. What do you mean when? When I go entirely bald. <laughs> okay. Entirely bald. <laughs> I see the caveat on the word entire. Okay. Yes. That's fair. I, I'm, I'm only 35% most of it. Girth Radio. 